Protestants worship God through their spirit-filled worship services, fellowship, and Bible studies. Catholics worship God through their beautiful cathedrals, liturgies, and sacred traditions. As Protestants and Catholics, we worship the same God, we just do it a little differently. But that's no reason to behave like prideful little children in the Father's house who fight over who God loves more just because he gave us different colored rooms. For there is no distinction between Jews and Gentiles, and there is no distinction between Protestants and Catholics. The same Lord is Lord of all, and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We are all God's children, but the enemy has us distracted and divided against ourselves. Meanwhile, he's destroying our families and robbing our children of their future. But it doesn't have to end this way. If we want to beat the enemy, Protestants and Catholics must join forces. But how? Stop talking about how we are different and start talking about how we are the same. We are all the same in our struggles. We are all broken and we all need a savior named Jesus. There are 120 million Protestants and Catholics in America. Imagine if we stopped fighting each other and started fighting the enemy and his evildoers. Imagine if we all pointed in the same direction, back towards God. Imagine if we started voting for laws that align with God's laws. What would happen? We believe that God's hand of protection and favor would heal our land and bring us back to one nation under God. We like this idea so much, we created Broken Catholic, the number one podcast in the world for Protestants and Catholics. Now close your eyes and take a listen as everyday Christians share shocking before and after stories of how they resisted or cooperated with God's plan for their lives and what happened next. Grab your pen and paper because in the next few minutes, you're going to learn how to increase your faithfulness, your fruitfulness, and your fulfillment in God's kingdom. Let's go. Today, my featured guest is Chris Granger, and Chris is the host of one of the top men's podcasts, Christian men's podcasts, uh, here in the United States called The Lion Within Us, The Lion Within Us, and you can find him at thelionwithin.us, thelionwithin.us, but, you know, Chris is a devoted husband. Uh, to a loving wife, he calls her a true Proverbs 31 woman and the strongest person he knows. Together, they lead a family of three beautiful girls. Uh, he's currently a deacon at his church and a certified financial coach. Professionally, he works as an engineering and service manager, services manager in Raleigh, North Carolina, USA. So we're going to speak to Chris today. Uh, about his story. What has God done in his life? What has he got next for him? Where is he resisting God? Where is he cooperating with God as always? Because I want to be real and authentic with you, BC Nation, because you're resisting God in areas of your life. Are you not? So am I, right? I've been doing it for years. I'm a professional control freak, right? Like we all struggle with this. We're all the same in our struggles, but then we're going to get into, you know, what is God calling Chris to with the work he's doing with men, mm. specifically Christian men and the coaching he gets to do, the podcast, the guest? What are the lessons uh, he learns? What are all men struggling with? What are those, those common struggles? And then where, where are the solutions to those problems? Like Chris has them. He's got some answers for you. So listen in, grab your pen and paper. Uh, if you're a man listening right now, this show is specifically for you. If you are a woman who's married to a man, listening right now, then this show is specifically for your husband. 
So you may want to point him to this. Write down some nuggets. All right, Chris Granger, welcome to Broken Catholic, number one podcast on iTunes for Protestants and Catholics. Take like 30 seconds and just fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah, Joseph, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. I mean, yeah, just uh, I'm the chief center first and foremost. You know, I, I was never raised in the church. I was saved at when I was 16. I was going to church for the wrong reasons. I wanted to go to church to actually be with my girlfriend at the time. So, uh, so she, you know, just wanted to go, th- you know, to be with her and ended up finding the Holy spirit there. And then, you know, throughout my college and, and early professional career really drifted and then mm. circle circled back and really got close to the Lord back when my, my oldest daughter was born, uh, as most of us do, you know, we had those moments in life where we, you know, it all turns. So it's, and from there, uh, it's just been a, a, a daily growth, you know, one day try to be better than the previous day and, uh, you know, serve as many people as I possibly can. That's awesome. You know, it's such a common, uh, beginning of a story that I hear on this show with our guest mm. is, Hey, I was raised in the faith or I wasn't raised in the faith. And then at college, I left the faith, <laughs> or I just did my own thing away from God, right? I fell away. And then later in life, God came and found me. I was the lost sheep. He brought me back, um, and he uses all different things, right? Mm-hmm. So for you, he used the birth of your daughter. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, here's this human being that I am now responsible for. I better get my stuff together. Right. Right. You know, and, and sometimes that's what we need, the little eternal kick in the, the pants there. That's All right, right, Chris, take a minute. Share something personal about you that very few people in your business life or ministry actually know. Well, I mean, the, the, what people may not know is, is that, you know, again, I wasn't raised in the church, so I don't have any formal, you know, theological training. I just have a, a love for the Word of God. And, and spending time in the word and growing. And so I tried to, with the line within us, make sure people know that, you know what, you know, for, for your pastors, you know, go to your pastors for, for, for that type of theological teaching. But there is so much that God can do, you know, with, with those who, who are willing and able mm-hmm. and, and, and sacrifice themselves. And you know what? He doesn't call to qualify. He qualifies the called. And I constantly tell people that. So that, I mean, that, that's something for me. It's just for the love of the word of God. If you don't love the word of God, uh, you know, you're going to struggle in your walks. That's just something that uh, I've had to really grow with over the years. Mm, thank you for that. Very similar to me, you know, we're not head doctors, right? High level theology, academia, all that. We're heart doctors, right? Right. Because our hearts were so hardened, right? From life and the decisions we made and the regrets and disappointments and all that, right? The rocks that people throw at us, the enemy throws at us, we throw some back, right? Unintentionally, of course, because we're good. But, you know, we just get hardened. And uh, over time, you know, our heart just grows cold and, and we just protect it at all costs, won't let anyone in, not to that deep area, right? right. The hurt area, the wounded area. And, then God somehow like just blasts the rocks from around our heart and he enters his light into our darkness. And then uh, for some of us, he calls us to go help other men go through the same journey we went through right. that he brought us through, right? So it's a beautiful, beautiful beginning of your story. So thank you for that. Um, how and when did you first experience God in a real way? like a father-son relationship where you're like, man, 
he's my dad. He loves me. I'm protected. I know him. Tell us that story. Paint yeah. us a vivid picture. Well, it would probably be when I was in the delivery room holding my daughter, you know, where I felt that was the first time that I was a dad, you know? So I, you know, it's hard to really put into words that feeling for your listeners who, who had the privilege of having kids, you know, that feeling when you hold your firstborn for the first time. Right. And I guess at that moment, okay, I get it. And the crazy part is that God loves this, this, this little girl more than, than, than I do. You know, so that those moments of just really, uh, you know, those milestone moments in life. But that was one uh, 11 years ago now, almost 12. And just feeling his presence holding her uh, in that moment. And at the same time, May 20, 2020, still feeling his presence as I held my daughter who was not who wasn't alive. She was stillborn. Mm. And instead of, of the joy of, of a new of a new life. I still felt his presence and it, and just through that, you know, those moments, you know, some of the highest of the mountains to the valleys, he's there no matter what. And, uh, so I guess that, that, that journey has been a, a long road for the last 12 years for sure. Chris, if I can go there for a second. Yeah. You know, as you're holding your baby girl, you know, stillborn. Yeah. There's grief that comes with that. And many of us men are not trained how to process grief, let alone right. anger, right? Which I specialize in, but grief. What did you do with that? What'd you do with the grief? How did you get through it? You get through it with God. I mean, you completely lean on him. And first of all, for you guys who who've dealt with miscarriages or stillborns uh, or just struggling getting, you know, you have to be there. You have to be that rock for your wife. And you got to remember, you guys are going through this together. So she and I, you know, we, uh, we, first of all, we processed it, processed it that night when we had our baby and we were actually able to have some time together and we prayed and we, we, we actually sang our hymns that our favorite hymns. And we just mm -hmm. took some time to create some memories. And then it was just, it's a, it's a day-to-day -day thing. You know, some days are better than others, but you constantly, you never forget, but you have to take it to him and you have to know that this side of heaven will never understand why. But we trust and we obey and we follow and we have that obedience. And since, since then, in August of 2021, we held our, our, our most recent baby girl. So, you know, and just be able to see his promise. He made a promise to my wife that come September, she would be redeemed the next mm. year. And she was due September 6th. She came a little early, but she was due. And that September of 2021 was the redemption and, mm. and just that promise. So, uh, you know, the, the darkest of the valleys to the highest of the mountains, again, wherever you're at, you just have to fully rely on him and realize it's not you. It's never about you. It's all about him. I so agree with that. <laughs> if you were being 100% transparent right now with our listeners, mm -hmm. where have you resisted God the most in your life? Oh, trying to be, you know, to build, to, 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 to start this business and to be an entrepreneur. And, you know, he's calling me, you know, we just had a baby in, in August and in about October, he's calling me to start this ministry called the lion within us. And, you know, I have three daughters. Why in the world would I even want to start a men's ministry? I mean, what's going on? That's crazy. And, uh, you know, but again, I'm going to have three son-in-laws one day prayerfully. So that's my, that's my reasoning, you know, and also God just likes, he has a sense of humor with me sometimes, I think. So there you go. 
Uh, so, I mean, just resisting and trying to figure out, okay, what do you want me to actually do? You know, you taught me a podcasting skill from a, from my current job also as an engineering manager. So I've learned that skills. Okay, God, how do I need to use that? And then he was like, well, just here's what you do. And he kind of laid out a few steps, you know, focus on health, wealth, and self and talk to people and try to help Christian men just grow because there's so much darkness out there. We need some positivity. We need some encouragement for these guys who are just like me not theologians. We're just out here. We just want to read the Bible, understand it better, lead our families, right? And, and be a be a, a positive light in this world. So resisting, trying to figure out, okay, how do I need to move? That's That's been the biggest area that, for me over the past most recent months. Okay. And a, a follow-up question to that. What area of your life do you struggle to give God control over, like 100% control over? release that white knuckle grip that we do as men. Right. I got right. it. I I'm the only one that can do this as good as me. Right. Probably just my calendar, you know, just that, that, that's, that's the thing that drives me the most is, you know, I like to have control of my calendar and, and my, and my surroundings and versus letting God out the box. And my wife's always telling me, take God out the box. You know, you keep putting him in this box, take him out, let him do his thing. So my what does calendar, that actually look like? Like in well, your life. Well, for me, that looks like, you know what? Some days my calendar just, it's not going to be full and I need to give God room to fill it with where he wants me to go. And just ah. and, and just surrendering that to say, you know what? I don't have to have it all. What what creates anxiety for me is when I ha- when my calendar is not jam-packed. So what I need to do though, what I've been working on hard is realizing, hey, I need to back off my calendar and give God a room to move and for him to put the things in it that he wants and then just watch, you know, and see what happens. So that, that, that's been the area I've been working on the most. Wow. Man, I think a lot of men can resonate with that. I hope so. Yeah. We control our calendars. Um, we control our time. Yeah. You know, but we don't create the space for God to move within it. Right. For God to guide our lives. And then we're like, God, what's my purpose? What's my calling? What do you want me to do next? And he's like, Clear some space in your calendar, and I'll show you. That's right. That's right? right. We're like, no, I must control this. Every area of my life is out of control. I can tr- control this. <laughs> yeah, and then and then being still, right? That's been my biggest struggle. Is just you have to be still. Tell and, us more about and, that. Well, as a as a type, you know, we just, we're the type of person as I think you are too, Joseph. We just we go. You know, we mm-hmm. just rock and roll. We're gonna get it done. And, you know, you have to remember God speaks in those quiet moments and, and you have to be still and be listening and not be talking for one, two ears, one mouth, listen to his word and listen for what he's trying to tell you. Because if you're going wide open all the time and your calendar's full, you can be busy and be doing great things for the Lord that you feel, but not be doing what he wants you to do. And the That's only right. way, the only way you know that is you have to be still and listen and then give him a chance to speak. What is your quiet habit? for your life where you're, you actually develop that skill of silencing the noise and listening. Yeah. For me, it's in the mornings after I take the kids to carpool, I drop off, I come back before I start my day. That's my, that's my time in the word. That's where I, you know, preparing for Sunday school, whatever I may be teaching that week and just trying to just let him speak. And then it's, then it's finding times throughout the day, which I always find it helpful to have a copy of God's word around at all times, not just mm-hmm. on your phone. I like to actually have the, the, the paper so I can write in it. And then getting outside. I think men connect when we're in nature. 
Mm. So just walking in the woods, or if it's just walking literally just to get outside and get some sunshine on your face and giving God a chance to, uh, to talk to you there. What would you say was opened up the calling that God has brought to you, right? To do this men's ministry, the line within us. Like, what did you do right? What was the step you did right that created the space to actually hear the calling? Yeah. Does that make sense, that question? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it was started a couple of years, like right after faith passed, you know, and, and you know, I'd already been doing, started the podcasting. So learning that podcasting space and then just ever since she passed, listening, and just trying to just learn some skills because we've been in a COVID world, right? It's hard to learn new stuff, uh, you know, when, when we were in lockdown. So he blessed me. I mean, we literally started my first podcast for my, the industry, the, the, the industrial specific one in March, 2020, mm. like we started that. And so I was able to immediately bring the studio to my house, build a home studio. So I never skipped a beat and that's all God, mm. you know? So I've had two years of like practice, if you will, mm-hmm. On, on the process and then he's like okay now you've practiced now start start practice you know start start implementing right and yeah. so that's just been that's that's been it were you scared oh absolutely absolutely and i mean and satan came hard i mean we were talking before recording i mean when satan attacks he attacks he attacked me harder in december of 2021 20, uh, than i've ever been attacked in my life i mean physical anxiety, physical stress, panic, just also, I mean, it was just, it was hard because, and my wife would have to sit down and she would, I mean, she's my rock. She would say, you know what? We're getting ready to do something great because, you know, he is pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's pissed off. So you got to lean in right here and know that, you know, that it's going to, we're going to get through. We, we are, we are overcoming victorious. You know, we, we have that in God's word, but we also know, the, it's it's not going to be cupcakes and rainbows like I tell my girls. It's, it's a battle. It's a daily battle. You know, Chris, <laughs> I think you bring up a great point, and that is like in poker, you right. know, the card games, you look for someone's tell, your opponent's tell, right? Right. And, and, and you know their strategy, what they're going to kind of do next, and then you plan your strategy accordingly. And the enemies tell when we're on God's path and we're – we're pleasing God and we're stepping into his calling as the enemy aggressively attacks us, mm-hmm. right? Just to your point. So man, brother out there listening right now, if you're not being attacked like on an often regular basis, you're probably not aligned with God's plan for your life. Right. Like that's a tell right there for you. Yeah. Okay. If everything's comfortable, you're crushing it in business. You got peace at home. You're kind of like, I don't know what's next. I'm just enjoying this, man. You're probably not aligned with God's plan. That's right. You're very much following your own. That's right. Like this, this is a very powerful point. And I know in my own life, man, I was worshiping Joseph and glorifying Joseph and not God for most of my life. Right. But I wasn't fulfilled. I was miserable kind of on the inside. I was just sad. I was mm. sad, but I walked around with a smile. Everyone thought I was glad and happy, but I wasn't. Right. So if you're feeling that deep sadness within you, it's because you're not literally like leaning in and standing in God's best for you. Right. All right, Chris, how do we get there, man? Like, what's your best kept secret for finding purpose and calling as a man? As a man? As a wow. man. 
Well, I think you have to, first of all, you need to understand what that calling is, right? And you can only get that from being spending time on his word, praying, talking to him on a regular basis, and then seeking his will and just denying yourself first. And like you said, you know, you have to, if, if it's all about Joseph or it's all about Chris, we're never going to get there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's hard because guys, we, we want it to be about us. We want it to be so, so in charge. And that is, that's not the way it's designed. You know, he, yes, we are creating his image, but ultimately he is our creator and we need to lean on him and to understand where he wants us to go. And then once he tells us, you know, when you get that direction, you feel like the Holy Spirit's leading you. You got to act guys. I see too many guys that are just sitting around. They just like, they want to be complacent, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that is not what we're called to do. The lukewarm water that Jesus speaks about. I mean, he spits it out. Like we don't want you either be hot or cold, get in or get out, you know, and, and, if you're in for the Lord, you got to be all in and, and lean all the way. Love it, right? Jesus calls us to come out into the deep, into the deep water. That's scary. That's yeah. unknown. The right. lukewarm is easy, right? But he he spits it out, like you said. So that's not pleasing to him. What's pleasing is when we put our trust in him and say we walk on water like Peter. We get right. out of the, the safety and comfort and complacency of the boat in our life. And we step out into the uncharted territory of the calling God has for us. That's right. It's scary, but it's a darn adventure. Yeah. I mean, think about how Peter felt when he looked down and he was like, oh my goodness, I'm walking on water. Yeah. This yep. is amazing. Right. And the same for you and I, Chris, and, and for you, brother, listening right now. So speak to us about, like, you've interviewed a lot of men on your show. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the common thread that you're seeing where you just want to shake these guys and be like, dude, like you're all struggling with the same thing. Here's the answer. Right. What do you want to say to the men listening right now? Well, I think, you know, some of the big thing is just communication and and speaking specifically to married men. That's what we're Really, we focus on the line within us is trying to help married men with. And so when I say communication, communication with your spouse, communication with your kids, mm-hmm. with your employer, you know, at work as well. And then also yourself, you know, you need to be real with yourself and, and quit, you know, trying to, to put this facade up or be this person that you're not, you know, lean into the skills that God has given you. And so a lot of guys I've talked to, it's just, they, they, they give tips and, and encouragement ideas on how to really improve those areas of health, wealth, and self, and what that means, and, and how you can lean in, and then how you can take God's word and apply that into your life and actually, you know, make that an application, you know, so we're not just reading scripture, read scripture. Okay, what does this mean? And how can I apply this? And then how can I teach this to my kids? How can I better lead my wife? How can I better show up at work? You know, do mm-hmm. people at work even know that I'm a Christian? Or is it, did it or do I just really just, you know, blend in as the rest or do i stand apart and be set aside to where we're called so communication man that's that, i hear that all the time it's just we, we gotta be a better job and it's guys we suck at that so i'm glad <laughs> glad we're talking about it it's a big one all right health wealth and self is what you specialize in with men right and we all want that we want more health better health we want more increase in our wealth and increase in ourself right our own confidence our identity right. our calling so What's the number one strategy for my listener right now in health? For, for the, he- Yeah, what's the number one step for this guy? Yeah, for health, it's all about mind and body. So really, number one strategy, you got to take care of yourself. 
you, you really need to have a good program in place to get active. Cause what I call guys to all the time is look, the Lord could be calling you to work that you actually need to be physically ready for. And as guys, too many of us are lazy. We don't take the gym serious. We're not, you know, we're, we put whatever we eat. We just want to eat it. And that's not what we're called to. I mean, our bodies are temples. So that's my number one thing with guys is trying to figure out a way to, to start from, from the mind to the body, create a program that's going to help you really be ready for the battle because the battle's coming. So Chris, I hear this often with men is Joseph, I need to provide for my wife and my kids. I feel guilty when I take care of myself. Right. Right. What would you say to him? I say you're completely missing the point because taking care of yourself, you are providing for your wife and your kids because if you're not sharp, if you're not ready, if you're not iron ready to sharpen the iron yourself as a Christian man leading your family, you're not going to be able to lead them effectively. You're you're just going to be going through that lukewarm leadership and I want you to be on fire. Mm, Great point. Wealth, number one strategy for men, Christian husbands, Christian fathers, what is it? Number yeah. one in wealth. Very easy. You just got to know, you, you have to have a good understanding of who owns the wealth. And if you understand that it's God and mm-hmm. that you are only a steward of mm-hmm. what he provides, once you make that in your mind and you really get that down, the rest of the decisions are so much easier. It takes, really the, takes the emotion out. It just, it really, okay. I'm just a steward of his provision. And buddy, when, when I get guys to make that connection, it's a game changer for them. It really is. I agree totally. I remember before I flipped that switch in my head, like I didn't, I was always like, no matter how much I made last month or how little I made, I was always robbing Peter to pay Paul at the end of the month. It right. didn't matter. Like it didn't matter. The numbers didn't matter. Because there was something broke in my relationship with money. Mm-hmm. And what flipped the switch for me in stewardship was the little book by Randy Acorn, I want to say, called The Treasure Principle. Okay. And it was like $10 on Amazon, this little square book, like four inches by four inches. And I read through this thing, and all of a sudden, I was like, wow, it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the switch flipped. Right. And from that day forward, I never stressed about money. Right. Right. So I get it. So treasure principle, just a little shout out, uh, cause it is a great book. All right. Number one strategy for men, Christian men for self, taking care of self, increasing self. I mean, for self, it's showing up as a husband, you know, because if you show up as a husband and, and set that example, you are that in tune. You're, you're teaching your kids, whether you have boys or girls, what are you teaching your boys? You're teaching your boys how they need to show up and respect women, yeah. right? You're teaching your girls. And this is why it's important to me, what they should expect from yes. a man. Yes. So my girls, when they get up dating age, the little punk that rolls up and blows the horn, they're going to be like, no, uh-uh, because when daddy takes me out, he opens the door. Daddy's going to take me to this restaurant. Daddy speaks this way, you know, and, and they need to hear that because it's not what you freaking teach. It's what you actually do. So this is why I try to make sure guys get it too. We all want to just be these preachers or teachers. No, it's, your, it's more as caught than taught. They're going to catch more of what you actually do than what you actually try to teach them. So you just got to show up, got to show up and be a, the husband that you, that your wife deserves first and foremost, because that's going to have such a big impact, not on just on your marriage, but on that next generation of what you're teaching them. 
Man, Chris, I couldn't have said it any better. Brother, as you're listening right now, if you want to lead your family well, the secret is take that first step. Love your wife well. Mm -hmm. If you love her well, God will take care of the kids. God will take care of everything. Love her well and spend time with God first. God first, wife second. Kids, they come after. It's almost like automatic. God provides for that. But so many of you husbands listening right now and fathers, you put your kids above your wife. Mm -hmm. You got the order backwards. That's why it's not working. That's That's why she's disconnected from you. That's why your intimacy is going down. That's why you guys just, you don't communicate the way you once did. That's the girl that you prayed for, brother. You remember? You remember when you were lonely and single and miserable and like, God, please bring me a godly woman, please. She's right in front of you. She's in your bed and you're missing it. Wake up. Right. Love her. Right. Chris, thanks for that, man. Oh, yeah. Platform, bro. All right, man. Chris. Um. Let's enter my favorite part of this show. Welcome to the confession round. Okay. The confession round. All I'm right. going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. Okay. We'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. It's like a game show. I'm Are with you, ready? you, buddy. Sure. Let's go. What's your favorite thing about God? Uh, just that he loves me. Yeah. What's your least favorite thing about God? Is that he put ups with me. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't want him to <laughs> i guess i don't understand why he would oh there you go i believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life it's just part of the human condition yeah what are you currently struggling with right now either professionally or personally yeah just where to take the line within us okay so direction Yep. yeah got it clear uh what are you most afraid of uh failure fair enough what did you spend way too much time doing this past year? Oh, this past year, worrying. Got it. Kind of pointless, isn't it? When you look back, it is. <laughs> You're like, I wasted so much time. <laughs> what secret fear do you have about people? About people? Yeah. Uh, that I don't know. I don't have the best answer. But maybe they'll uh, that they don't recognize their own abilities. So true. What do you wish you had learned sooner about God? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Best answer ever right there. (laughs) What's a new habit you are going to create this year? New habit for this year. We're really leaning into uh, one-on-one time with our kids. So we we started it last year when we really want to keep that going. So once a month is four hours, one-on-one time with each daughter. Uh, They get to pick the activity, no cell phones all in on the kids to grow that relationship. Uh, and then also more one-on-one time with my wife for date nights and things like that. For sure. Fantastic. What's a bad habit you're going to break? Bad habit. Uh, uh worrying. I got to stop worrying so much. I know I talked about that earlier, but just got, got to release it. Got to be still and stop worrying. Truth. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, center. Yeah saved and uh i guess the third word would be leader got it sinner saved and leader pick three words to describe who you were before you experienced god in real relationship sinner uh broken and lost there you go now you get the name of the show here 
If you could come back to life, this is the last question. If you could come back to life after you died, Chris, look your family and friends, your wife, your baby girls in the eye, and give them only one piece of advice about God and relationship with him, right. what would you say to them? Stand firm in the faith. Stand firm in the faith. All right, this is the part of the show where you get to give my audience a homework assignment. Okay. What's one action BC Nation can take this week to grow closer to God, to stand as a leader in their families? What do you got for them? I would just encourage you guys, sit down and actually let your family, your wife, if you're just married, just your wife. If you have kids, your wife and your kids, let them hear you pray. Sit at a table and actually pray out loud. Let them hear the man of the house, the leader, the man that you're trying to be, speak to God. Mm. For all you Catholic brothers out there listening to this show, Protestant brothers, you're just so much better at praying from the heart. It's fantastic. But for all you Catholic brothers who rely on those rote written prayers, which are good, but they're meant to ignite you or conversation starters, to kind of jumpstart the conversation with God, get you out of your head and into your heart, take on the challenge that Chris just gave you. And this week, let your children and your wife hear you pray from your heart without the written prayers in front of you. Yep. Just you and God, what do you want to say to him? Yep. Let, him let them see your heart. That's the best way to lead. Right, Chris? That's it. That's it. Great challenge, brother. All right, BC Nation, if you enjoy this show, go to brokencatholic.com and write an honest review, would you? Or go to iTunes or Stitch or whichever platform you prefer. If I like what you write, I'm going to give you a shout-out on the show live, bro. Live, yo. All right? Why not? Go do it now. Chris, what's the best way for BC Nation to get in touch with you if they so choose or to get involved with what you're up to, listen to your show, do coaching with you if they're feeling connected to you? What do you got for them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, everything can be found at thelionwithin.us. Check us out there. Check us out the podcast. Our podcast drops Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We actually have your uh, the Broken Catholic himself, Mr. Joseph Warren. He is he's one of our featured guests, so that recently came out. So be sure to catch that powerful conversation. But Monday is a spiritual kickoff. It's a short episode. Wednesday, we dig deep. We call it our meat episodes. And Fridays is all about fun Fridays. So, you know, check us out there at alignwithin.us, and you connect with me directly, you know, on the website. Brother, if you're listening right now, there is a lion within you. God is calling you to start roaring boldly in this world, and it starts in your house, in your home. Chris, thank you for being on Broken Catholic, number one podcast on iTunes for Protestants and Catholics. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, my friend. You too, my friend. Thank you so much, Joseph. Cheers. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on of bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then 
what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.